talking last week, Rick Preston and Nick Dean and I were talking about pizza and all the different kinds of elaborate pizzas and the distinctions of the different pizzas. And then, of course, we had to talk about the big pizza coming to Fort Worth, which is Conoroso. So today we're in Dallas with um, Mr. Jay Jerry of Conoroso. Uh, hey guys, thanks for uh, thanks for having me on. I was just saying this is the first podcast I've ever been on. Well, uh, all right, we'll try to keep it going here for <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah. Uh, now, do you want your podcast to be a uh, thick crust or a thin? I like the I like the in between. <laughs> the in between is just. What right. do you do when people say we like the in between? Uh, we give them the grandma slice. Okay, now you've done uh, you've done Neapolitan pizza, and now you're doing New York pizza. Talk about the two concepts that you that you started, the completely different nature of the two. So we started uh, Connie Rosso. Actually, began the, the first time we ever did Connie Rosso pizza was actually in the fall of 2008 at uh, at my daughter's school carnival. We had our mobile oven that one of the parents at school was harassing me. Oh, you should do that. You should do that. And so uh, we went and got a mobile oven and we did it at my daughter's school carnival in the fall of 2008. And then I basically just parked it in my driveway and left it there until March of 2009 when we started our catering company, Connie Rosso. And then we, uh, we, you know, we did that for two solid years while we looked around for uh, a place to rent for a restaurant, and then we eventually ended up in Deep Ellum. And I mean, the, the inspiration for Connie Rosso twofold is one is it's named after my dog, the first dog that we ever had when we moved to Texas. Red dog, Connie Rosso was red dog. A Vishla Hungarian pointer uh, who has passed away many years ago now, but uh, so the, it was inspired by him, and then it was also inspired by a uh, honeymoon trip to Italy my wife and I had, and and we were in Sorrento at a place called Pizzeria Aurora, and I was living in New York at the time, and everyone kept telling me, "Oh, you're going to hate the pizza in uh, Italy. It's nothing like it is here." And then we went there, and I was like really blown. Oh away yeah, you're. The, you're going to hate the pizza in Italy. It's not like Shakey's at all. Yeah, it's not like Shakey's or it's not like CeCe's. And, and I went over there. I was like, wow, this pizza is amazing. You could taste the tomato. You could taste the creaminess of the fresh mozzarella. I was like, okay, I'll just file this away. And, you know, finally got to the point uh, 10 years later when we were in Texas. And I could uh, have a little space in my backyard. And we built a, a wood-burning pizza oven. I figured, well, how hard can this be? Now, what career profession were you in before you became a pizza in, monster? I was in uh, the most boring profession you can imagine. I was selling outsourced IT solutions to regulated utilities. Okay. So, I mean, it was. Uh, I was sitting in a beige cubicle in my uh, Dockers and polo shirt every day, uh, checking my LinkedIn and just being miserable. And it was just one of those things where, you know, and I had a very successful sales career. I'm, I'm you know, minimizing it, but it was. It, it taught me a lot. I mean, I spent. I spent seven years with GE Capital. Another eight years with a big company in uh, Dallas called Alliance Data, and then another big global outsourcing company called Vertex. And I mean, I joke about it because it really it's not. I mean, I don't know how somebody can sell IT services and feel it's fulfilling, but it's a means to an end. And it really taught me, you know, what gets measured gets managed, and how to run a business. And and we apply all those principles to, you know, the art of making pizza every day. Well, now we talked about Conoroso, which is Neapolitan pizza, but actually today, and you can hear the pizza trays clattering around in the background. We're in Zoli's, which is the New York pizza. Jay, what do you know about New York pizza? Uh, well, you know, again, I grew up on the East Coast. I worked for G Capital for a long time in New York, and so this is all we did. 
did. Every morning, uh, I worked in a little sales office in a, a Connecticut suburb, and every morning at 9.30, one of the other sales guys would start walking around saying, all right, where are we going to lunch? Which pizzeria are we going to lunch? And so we ate pizza almost every day, pizza and grinders every single day, uh, which is why I have a body for radio. So <laughs> it's uh, perfect. But uh, you know, we had always, uh, we loved pizza, and it started off as a joke, you know, because Connie Rosso is it's a very, I always say that Neapolitan pizza and Connie Rosso is a very divisive pizzeria. There are people that absolutely love it and say, I get it, wow, this is super fresh, and there are other people that complain that it's so uh, soupy and there's not enough toppings and it's too soggy and I don't like it, and so we had always been joking around that, hey, we'll do a uh, pizzeria for all the people that hate Connie Rosso, and so about a year ago, <laughs> we bought this little uh, teeny deck oven that we could stuff under the hood in our back kitchen at Connie Rosso, and we just started experimenting with different types of pizza, and we finally dialed into the kinds we liked, and then uh, some of my team went up and spent like a, a five-day eating binge trip uh, throughout Brooklyn, eating at all the different pizzerias, and uh, we kind of, then we really dialed in what we wanted to do, and this spot came open, and we pounced on it, and it uh, and it's been fun. Well, now this pizza you've got here is this is a lot like uh, Corky's in Southwest Arlington. Yes, Corky, yes, yes, yeah. you know, he came from Hart's for Hartford. His yep. family had restaurants in Hartford, and Corky's like the. You know, the, I mean, when I think of that type of pizza, Corky's is kind of the... Yeah, uh, and, that's, and that's really what we were going for, that New Haven, Brooklyn uh, style, a, a slice joint. It's you know, it's much different, as you can see. It's much different than Connie Rosso. It's not a big production. It's, you know, you can come in and you can walk out of here with a lunch for $3.50 between a, a slice and a soda. Yeah. And, it, you know, and it's really just we wanted to be that fast, casual, walk-in neighborhood kind of slice yeah. joint. And then, I mean, Corky's from Connecticut. We got a few Tony Leland. They're they're New Yorkers. Then we also have a lot of immigrant families running a lot of of pizza and pasta restaurants. I mean, talk about the the growth of the immigrant influence in pizza and pasta and what makes what you're doing different from some of them are doing pretty good pizza. Yeah, some of them. uh, I mean, that's one thing that I've noticed dramatically from I moved here from Connecticut, Boston in 1997. And back then there was really no good pizza at all. I mean, you couldn't find anything. And now I think there's been uh, a big change in terms of, you know, people are uh, really taking some time and treating pizza, you know, not just as a topping delivery device, but they're really leaning into it and putting some thought behind how they make the dough, what flour they use, and what tomatoes they use, and how they proof the dough, and how they press the dough, and how they cook it. So, you know, I think a lot of people... And what water they use. Yeah, well, I mean, well, uh, that's the one thing. I know it's not New York water, but it's, uh, you know, Dallas water seems to work just fine for, I think, most people to tell you. But I think what really kicked off the artisan pizza movement... You're going to like Fort Worth water, too. I'm sure it's going to be delicious. It's good enough for Miller Lite. <laughs> that's right. That's right. We, uh, you know, in I think Fireside Pies, is, you know, was one of the, the pioneers for quality pizza in uh, in the whole DFW area. Uh, they were one of the first ones. And, and really, that was the one that kind of reawakened to me, the Fireside Pies on Henderson in Dallas. We used to go there all the time. It's like, wow, finally, this is decent pizza. It's close to what we had in Italy. And, and uh, you know, they tweaked theirs over time. But that was the first one that said, okay, I'm going to start to get serious about this and start thinking about doing this. So Fireside Pies, and I've talked with Tristan from Concilian about this, is, hey, you were the reason that we got into this business. And, and I still think they make a great product. My, I've been eating at the one in Fort Worth a bunch of times. My, yeah. my little daughter does a lot of dance conventions at the uh, Will Rogers Center over there. So we usually eat at Fort Worth in between all of our little dance numbers. But, That's a uh, good far side. Yeah, it is. It's really good. I like it because they have a lot of interesting things. Then you have, you know, Cavalli. 
that opened up in Irving that did a great job, and now they have one in McKinney as well, and, and then Urban Crust over in old downtown Plano. You have Testa that's up in Frisco. So there's a lot of great, you know, wood-fired places, but then there are also a lot of great, you know, slice joints, like you said, like Corky's or the traditional New York-style yeah. uh, places. So now there's a lot of great options. And, and what I'd like to see, you know, I, I never – I never get too stressed about like oh they're copying you or there's competition. I I would rather see that you know Texas be recognized kind of on the the national pizza radar as hey this isn't just some you know flyover state as you cross between New York and San Francisco. It's uh you know there's some pretty legitimate food here besides just barbecue. In fact, I had a one of the guys that came down and helped us tweak our rec- recipes is from Brooklyn runs one of my favorite pizzerias in Brooklyn called Best Pizzeria or Best Pizza. And, uh, you know, he came down and he said the same thing. He said, no, he said, man, we shouldn't be sleeping on Texas. This, the food here is legitimate. Yeah. Uh, so it was, uh, it's nice to just, and the stuff, you know, even just the restaurant scene in general between, um, you know, the, the, the cool stuff in Fort Worth with like Little yeah. Red Wasp and, and, uh, and what Tim Love's doing and what Matt McAllister's yeah. doing. There's some really, I think, cool things going on here. Now, you want pizza to be to be as famous as barbecue. Pizza's not going to go the way of burgers, is it? We're not going to have, like, a designer burgers with, like, you know, boysenberry compote and, no, and I don't think Borson. We'll get, and I don't think that we'll get that crazy, although we, uh, you know, I have some friends from Long Island that do some pretty uh, crazy things with uh, pizza, and, and, you know, that's one of the things, if, if you... If you take the time and make the crust right, it becomes like a great palate to put a lot of different things on. Like we make the grandma crust, which is halfway between the, the thin slice and the Sicilian. It's a really good, you know, soft on top, crispy on the bottom, but it holds a lot of cool toppings. And so we'll do um, we'll do a lot of interesting things with that as far as special goes. You know, we'll we'll work on a, a spinach and artichoke pie we did last week. We sold like five whole like giant grandma pizzas within the first 20 minutes of being open. It was yeah. really good or just different creative toppings. I mean, we do one in Cairosa with quail eggs and Anything like you can do special for the Fort Worth store, a barbecue chicken oh, or gonna, something? We're going to have a signature pizza for okay. Fort Worth. We haven't we haven't quite figured out what it is yet. Well, we'll we like to hook up with like a local restaurant over there, figure out what yeah. one of their specialties are and, and work with it. I mean, maybe we'll do something with brood right next door. Or Oh, I can see the best made pickles pizza coming any yeah, day you now. You never know. You never know. <laughs> So you're going to, and we should put in the facts here, you're going to be open in what used to be Ryan's Grocer on Magnolia. Yep. And you'll be open how soon? Uh, that is the question of the day. In fact, I've been harassing my team about that. Uh, all of the uh, plans were kind of drawn up and finalized. Landlord said, yeah, it looks good. And uh, we're submitting plans to the city this week. So cross our fingers, hope for a quick permit. Spring we don't time. need to do that much in there. We're going to build, if you've been in Cairoso, we're going to have kind of a, a signature open kitchen where the, the pizza oven will sit uh, with a bar all around it so you can sit around it. Then that'll flow right into the drink bar. And then the only thing, other thing we're doing is we're adding two restrooms. So there's not a lot of work. They had a full kitchen and right. the place was in really good shape. So and until then, come to Conoroso in Deep Ellum or at White Rock right, or right. come to Times 10 Cellars Thursday and Friday nights. Is yep, that right? We'll be there. Yeah, so that's where keep... all the Conoroso pizza is. And Zoli's Pizza is here in Oak Cliff at Davis and Zang. Beckley. Da- Davis, Davis and Zang. Zang. Yeah. Davis and Zang in the, uh, near the Bishop Arts part of Oak Cliff. Um, Jay, welcome to Fort Worth. It'll be good to have yeah, Conoroso we, Pizza. We can't wait to get over there. Okay, for DFW.com, I'm Bud Kennedy with Jay Jerry of Conoroso. Thanks, guys.
sweet thing. 